thoughts, ideas, people, caravan maintenance, trundle beds. What's that plastic thing doing down there? Shut up, Renee. Quiche. Niche. Niche's quiche. Hello, can we hear me? Can we do bum necks? Bum neck magenti! Bum jack magenti oranga! I remember in the olden days I used to carry around a bibby blanket and I'd collect up old, uh, old lamb chop bones off the back veranda and then I'd put the, make, read, and then I'd try to like put a, put a little uh, skeletal, skeletal dog back together from my, uh, from the collection I'd ca caught in my bibby blanket. Uh, hello. Hi! I'm trying to make it weekly, trying to make it weekly. The last one was really late from the other one, but this one's closer to that one. How you going? Hello, Ian. Hello, Tammy. Hello, Tanya Zayetta. Hello, Renee. Hello, Jeeva. Hello, Anushka. Hello, Paul. Hello, Remney. Hello, Remney. Hello, remnants. Hello, remnants of my imagination. How are ya, a poo and a penis? How are ya, a poo and a penis? How are ya, a poo and a penis? Are you good? Are you a poo and a penis? I don't know whether I told you that story last week. I've been in a bit of a funk, but I'm coming out. Um, the poo and a penis. That was my daughter. I think I told you about it last week, but my daughter woke up the other week and she was giggling. And she went, and woke up giggling and said, Lily said a poo and a penis. I think I did tell you about that. Anyway, hey, hey, hey you, what's going on? Are you, fear? Are you good? I hope you're good. Yes, I have been in a funk. I was in a funk for, good Lord, for probably about six weeks. It was a six-week six funk. But um, I haven't drunk for quite a while now in my, you know, in my books about a quite a while. And I'm feeling way better. I'm still kind of sad, but I'm feeling real good. I'm going to stick with it this time. I'm hell-bent on... I'm going to tell you all about it one day. I'll tell you why I fall into these depths one day. Um, but until then, I'm getting better and better and better and better and better and better. God damn it. Anyway, um, yeah, I hope you're good. I hope you're good. If you're an old subscriber then thank you so much for still subscribing on Patreon. If you're a new subscriber, thank you very much. Thank you. If you're a subscriber that's had to like pull your funding because we're not in a recession, I understand, I understand. And I'm not mad even if you got a tea towel. It's totally fine. I understand it. Like times are tight. Um, yeah, so anyway, look, I hope you're feeling good. I'm feeling great. I have been doing things to better my soul. Why am I keep singing? Anyway, I've been doing things and stuff to better myself. Been reading books and all that type of stuff to make myself feel better. Talking to people, getting out there. It's school holidays at the moment, so it's going to be... Uh, ugh. I just dropped her off. It's just... I mean, how wildly fun is it to be six years old? I just dropped her off at, um, after sorry school holiday care, and she's only going a couple of days a week. Then you know I've got some other things planned. We're going to go to Taronga Zoo this week for uh, mini zookeepers, where I literally just drop her off at the gate at the zoo and leave her in the hands of zookeepers, which is amazing. Uh, so she's doing that, and um, and then Nana, Nana will help as well. And on Friday, I'm actually donating my time to the after, uh, so the school holiday program to teach the kids how to do green screen films. So I'm going to make green screen films with kids, um, and then they'll tell me what they want in the background, or I'll make a story, and they can pretend they're being chased by a lion. I take the footage on the day and just sit in another part of the school, edit it together, and they can go home with a little video. That's a business idea, isn't it? Um, they go home with a little video of them being silly, which is really, really cute. Um, so I'm excited about doing that. That's going to be good. But today, I dropped her off, and you get a plan for the school. Oh, damn it, there you go. What's that? 
Oh, that's an airplane. I thought it was... Because uh, I'm recording this at... What time is it? It's about 10... 10.06. 10.06 on Monday the 3rd of... What is it? July. Um, so normally I'd record this really early in the morning after a, a brisk swim. But I didn't have time today. And I really wanted to put the podcast out today and not delay it any further. So you might hear some traffic noises in the background. Because my my road, the road next to me is turning to an idiot convention full of what's with motor like harleys and stuff i mean i know that they say that they need it to be loud so that they feel safe but don't you feel unsafe when you hear a harley just rip beside you um anyway i remember one time there was a guy sitting uh sitting in traffic just like you know throttling throttling his harley and i was sitting in a cafe over the road with my beautiful partner and i (laughs) that sounded really wrong and I put my hands over my ears like, oh, come on. Because it was real. It was definitely, it hurt. It hurt your ears. And he gave me the finger and revved it harder. I was like, oh, come on. Can't we, I mean, I understand living together and putting up with things and, you know, whatever, you know, certain things that people get into that you don't, you don't agree with. Um, that you go, yeah, that's fair enough. That's your right. But isn't that a bit rude? I think it's a bit rude. If you're a Harley rider, d- d- prove me wrong. Bloody write a message in. Leave a message. You can leave a voice message on email. It's quite simple. Just record it into your phone messages. Then send them on an email to samnicheskeys at gmail.com. Uh, so I haven't even got to what Luna was dropped off for. She was dropped off today. And the theme of the party um, at the school holiday program was silent disco pyjama party. I mean, come on. How? Imagine that was just your life day to day. This, these are, the, as people have always said, these are your best days. They are. Nothing's as fun as this again. A silent disco pyjama party. Get fucked. That is so... Oh, oh the joy of youth. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, what a ridiculous state of affairs to be that, but to be a six-year-old and just think that's normal. Still had to make lunch today, though, which pissed me off. I'm sick of the lunchbox. Sick of the lunchbox. And they don't really have lunch orders at our school. Um, they do, but they're kind of substandard. So you've got to keep making the lunchbox. I mean, it's hardly a... I mean, in the third world, they don't even have a bloody lunch, let alone a lunchbox. Um, yeah, and, and also, like kids these days in Australia, going hungry. There's bloody rough times ahead. Anyway, there's rough times ahead, but we're going to dance through it. Ah. Uh, I'm working, which is fun. Um, I think it's going to wrap up pretty soon, so I'm going to be looking for the work again. Um, but it's been pretty fun. So I'm writing on this reality show and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's cute. I do like it. I'll tell you about it when it's, when it's coming out, I'll let you know what it was and you can go, Oh really? You're doing that? Well, you know, you got to earn money, don't you? You got to earn the spondulas. You can't all be cast in the, uh, in the cast of the office, can you? You can't all be funny enough to get in the cast of the office. You can't be all genius enough. Um, that sounds really wrong. It sounds like I'm being disparaging of the casting. I'm not. It was some great casting, but um, I mean the Australian office, the Australian version. And good on them. They're bloody good on them. I've heard great things about it. I heard the scripts are funny. So good on you. Uh, yet my time will come again. My time will rise again. You'll see me on the silver screen. The silver. Fuck, I'm fucked in the head. Let's just bloody get. We'll cut to it. Dad's fucked in the head. Um, I'm not. I'm actually good. Uh, okay. I will play you something. I'll play you something here. Probably would have been an old one, but you wouldn't have heard it in maybe eight months. Uh, so we're going to start the cycle again. And, uh, I mean, I think I've got some other stuff in there. Actually, I've got a whole BBC comedy series I made. Uh, like an audio for Radio 4. I'm going to try and get access to that because they're long episodes. So I might be able to chop that up for the next few months, but I haven't been able to, like, uh access it properly from us i'm lying to you i've not tried um but i know it's there so i'm just gonna be oh this is an honest podcast i'm a liar i'm lying to you right now i haven't tried to get it but i know it's there and i will get it and you'll be able to you'll hear it first in australia um okay so here's something old something new something borrowed something ooh. today's world is full of things but where did they come from and how did they begin? Sam Simmons, the precise history of things. Sandals. 
You know, sandals are an open-toed type of footwear consisting of a sole held to the wearer's foot by straps or thongs passing over the instep and around the ankle. But hey, don't worry, it gets way more exciting than that. It doesn't matter how fat your ankles are because they also make sandals for fat people with fankles called fandals. You know, lots of celebrities love to rock the fashionable sandal look. Like you may have heard of Jesus. He loved a sandal, but never socks and sandals because, hey, he's not a German or a pervert or even a dodgy geography teacher. Dodgyography. Coincidentally, when Jesus was a baby, three perverts rocked up in sandals bearing gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. You know, still to this day, no one even really knows what myrrh really is or was. Hey, apart from the sound a French cow makes, myrrh sandals. You know, some say the three perverts actually came bearing gifts of a $15 brushes gift voucher, a packet of incense sticks and a Garfield mug. And according to legend, the incense sticks were actually sandalwood flavour, which is coincidentally what sandal perverts get when they've got a foot fetish. Yeah. Sandalwood. Sandalwood. So in conclusion, I thought I'd try out this sandal jazz, so I went to the chemist and bought myself a pair of sandals. Subsequently, after wearing them for an entire day, I got blisters on my feet, which looked uncannily like stigmata. Which is weird, because Jesus wore sandals too. Sam Simmons. The Precise History of Things. What was that? What was it? I hope it was good, because I put them all in after I've recorded uh, anyway, so uh, I don't know whether I, I, I wouldn't have mentioned this last week, so I did th- this, whoa, this was my Saturday last week, so up at 7, th- I mean, it, you've done the whole week, mind you, sobriety kicked in, sobriety was there, so, you know, I was uh, okay to get through it, um, up early, soccer, soccer 8 o'clock, that finishes at 10 o'clock, uh, so kids soccer, then a children's party, 10.30, um, probably, you know, it was a half hour drive away, got there just in time, kids party. And that finished about 12, um, had an hour just to think to go uh, attend another kids party at two o'clock. So two o'clock, second kids party. And it's not like I'm saying yes to every kids party, like, oh yeah, we'll be there. These were like, you know, lifelong, this is your pre-warning or your, um, what do you call it? What, what do you call it? Prophylactics. What's, uh, what, what do you call it? Pregnancy anti-pregnancy what is wrong with me brain right now what it, what's the word i'm looking for contraception oh my goodness <sighs> see you, you a lot of people would think oh he's not quick but i am quick it's just the struggle of me finding stuff is what makes it a good thing in terms of comedy anyway so <laughs> uh, so second kids party. Yeah, we, we couldn't like say to no to any of these kids parties because they're like bonded proper friends. They're deep friendships for Luna. So we had to go. So second kids party, two o'clock to 3.30. Had to cut that one short because <laughs> at four o'clock, we had to drive for 45 minutes to get to the third party, which was at a place called Flip Out. Which, was, which is a dire, it's a disaster. So it's a trampoline center. Uh, where kids are just flipping around into each other. And my so my little girl broke her leg when she was two. This is an awful story. I wonder if I've told... I don't think I've told this before. Uh, mum, uh, it was one of her... Like, we... she Mum had had a lot of time. I'd been touring and working, and mum had had a lot of time just one-on-one with the kid. And I was like, you got sad day. You want to go out and have fun with your mates and get really drunk and whatever. That's great. You go do that. I've got Luna. So I took her off to a similar place to flip out and within two bounces, a boy banged into her and then she hit the trampoline on a double bounce and she said her leg hurts and it hurt so much that she said she wanted to go. And I just thought she'd, I don't know, jarred her knee or something like that. Uh, We're driving in the car. I took her to a car wash, you know, one of the ones that, you know, you don't do by hand, but like the one with the rollers, like the cartoon ones and the ones you see in America. Um, there's one that we, I knew of nearby and I knew she liked it. I play punk music. We go through the car wash and she didn't look happy about it. She kept saying her leg hurts. And then I got out of the car to walk and she screamed in agony. And I was like, oh my God. So I took her off. This was a few hours later, mind you. Very bad parent, bad man. I took her to hospital, to emergency because I was worried. 
and waited there for ages. And then finally she had an x-ray and yeah, she broke her leg. It was a hairline fracture, which was, I, I couldn't believe it really. Uh, I think I have told this story before because I think the next bit I'm about to say will make sense about the extraskeletal muscle memory. So it got skeletal memory. What it was, there was a good thing. The good thing that came out of it was the fact that it made her bones harder. So her bones kind of went into skeletal shock and they calcified harder because she was so young, which in the future makes her bones harder. So she's kind of like an X-Man. She's like a superhero. She's unbreakable, um, which is not entirely true, but it is kind of scientifically true. You can look it all up. Problem was, I by the time uh, I'd worked this all out that she had a broken leg, it was now oh, maybe close to nine o'clock at night. And I knew my partner would have been well steamed really drunk and pissed so i was like oh no i cannot i can't ring her and tell her this while she's out having fun i'll just let her go out all night and then she can come home tomorrow and then i'll explain myself what i didn't realize was that luna was going to be in a full leg cast so there's a two-year-old in a full like hard old-fashioned you know the olden days leg cast they still make them um she was in a full leg cast and my wife came home blind drunk and in the morning she woke up with a stinking, like a stinking hangover to find her baby in a full leg cast and she looked at me like a criminal and she's like, what did you do to my daughter? And lost it and I explained and she's still like, you know, I, I was hated for a, a good week and it was distressing. It's awful watching your kid go through that type of stuff, especially with a cast on. But um, yeah, she got through it. She got through it. And now she's like a bloody little superhero. What am I talking about? Oh, that's right. The, the kids party. So yes, uh, flip out. Flip out. So anyway, that was the final party of the day, which just shat me. It just, oh, so it was like a disco theme. So there was no lights. Uh, screaming children everywhere. Hot vomit. Hot vomit, screaming children. Um, but hot vom the hot vomit consisted of birthday cake. So hot birthday cake vomit everywhere. It was awful. It was just awful. And then on top of that, my partner lost her phone at at flip out. Wasn't it flip out? She left it in the car, which pissed me off even more because then I thought to myself after a good hour of looking for the phone and making uh, the the. Uh, the the workers then the staff at flip out turn on the lights and stop the disco party to search for the phone that wasn't there because it was in the car uh it was just a perfect end to a really really fucking annoying day um so that was uh that was <laughs> it was good we're good we had good time um but after that we dropped little girl at nana's and she got to stay there uh, overnight. And me and the bloody missus, we went out for bloody some dinner. We had some chops. No, we actually did have some chops. Uh, we went to a place in Marrickville called Bubba's Place, which is uh, like a really amazing, beautiful uh, Lebanese kitchen with nonnas, like all nonnas recipes. It was a little bit fancy. I didn't really feel like paying that much. Um, but... It was really good and really, really yummy. And I ate this really amazing celeriac dip thing. And then I got really inspired and made celeriac soup uh, the next day on Sunday, which I've just, I've worked out. It's just an anal cleanser. It just, this it's so fibrous. It just rips the innards of your lower colon out. I've never pooed harder. It was like a cartoon poo where, if you can imagine, you're sitting on the toilet and so much came out of you that it lifted you up like on a brown mountain. It was awful and it didn't taste good either. It was very, it was peppery in a wrong way because I over peppered it with white pepper, which I do think is the king of the pepper, but it was a bad of the pepper. Um, anyway, I don't know where we went with that story, but it went somewhere and we all valued where we were going in the first place. Oh, is everybody voting in the voice thing? I'm voting no. How dare they think that they can own the land that they're on first? They should have just dibsed it or just leaked the sand. Like we, we were here first and licked it like, remember when you were a kid and someone you had a Mars bar or something and someone's like, oh, can I have a bite? And then you lick all over the Mars bar and go, yeah, if you want to. And you're like, oh, yuck, I'm not having it now because you've licked it. That's probably what Indigenous Australia should have done was just lick the soil first and the Brits would have gone, oh, okay, it's yours. Um, of course, I'm not a, uh, a no voter. I am yes, yes, yeah. In fact, just... The insidious nature of why we have to vote for it in the first... It shouldn't be something we vote for. It should just be passed in, like, in government. I mean, I mean, I'm sure that then 
yeah, the right wing side of the government would be. But I'm anyway, just morally, ugh, it's just such a bastard of an issue. And all these idiots out there, and if you're an idiot that thinks this, that thinks that your rights are going to be diminished or that um, Indigenous people will be more in a better position than you, they're not. Look at look look at the statistics of what happens to Aboriginal children in custody. Anyway, I'm probably pre I'm preaching to the converted here. I know that for a fact, so I won't rabbit on about this. What's rabbiting on mean? There you go. That's a deep dive. Rabbit on. Writing it down. I'm deep diving the origin of bastard this week um, because someone. Oh, this was great. So well, it wasn't even that great. Just someone called me a bastard in traffic the other day because I I don't know what I did. I just wasn't fast enough on a left or whatever, or I was, no, I was actually, or I would have been like, because uh, I'm very uh, aware of points these days. Guess what, guys? Six years, I'm still on my P's because I've lost demerits so often. I'm such a trash bag. Uh, but now I'm really aware of them and I have no um, demerits missing. And I won't get my um, full license until 2024, I think. Oh, it's awful. It's so embarrassing. Uh... Yeah, anyway, so someone uh, wound down their window and called me a bastard. And I liked it because it was like it wasn't like fuck off or something or you cunt. Um, I was a bastard. And I that that was like, oh that's fair enough, I'll be a bastard. That's totally cool. Um yeah, rabbit on. I might look into that as well, because I can I can maybe guess where the origin of uh, bastard comes from, but I won't spoil it before we get there. Uh, okay, I'm gonna play something else. Let's just play something else, whatever. Just play something else and I'll um, gather my thoughts. Hang on a minute here. Buddy, shut up, mate. I'm Bob Maynard from ABC Classic FM. I really enjoy people who forget to take off their bicycle helmets inside shops. I also like the word wobble. Wobble. Yes, yes. I'm Bob Maynard. Me, fun house. Archie's TV, fun house. Wah, 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 wah. Um, gee, Luna watches some crap. Like, the stuff she wants to watch, I guess, I mean, I watched, I watched everything when I was a kid. My, um, I guess my, my babysitter, I was brought up by the television, I'll be honest with you. My, um, my dear sweet mother, she was like the army reserve. She was only ever there, emotionally, and I guess as a parent, like the army reserve, like one weekend a month, two weeks a year. Do you remember that advert? Like... One week a month, two weeks a year, Army Reserve. Um, I'll, I'll happily say that. I did every, I did everything as a kid. I did all the cooking, the cleaning, and I mean it. I did the cooking and the cleaning, um, the gardening. Uh, I'd look after myself to get to school. I'd make her make her stuff. Like, I'd have to... Ugh, the stuff I'd have to make. Um, I'd make her breakfast. I wouldn't make her lunch, but I'd make my lunch. She'd get her own lunch from wherever she went. But, you know, and then I'd make the dinner... It was always steamed vegetables. Like it was a Cambrook steamer. Had to chop up. And there was all the layers. It was steamed potatoes was one layer. It was fucking awful. And then topped off with uh, cottage cheese and chives. Jesus Christ. Uh, yes, the Army Reserve. What was it? Why did I... Why did I go there? Why on earth did I go there? I don't know where... Why I went there. Um, hang on a minute. TV. Cartoons. TV cartoons. Yes, cartoons. And... I mean, I know the old ones can be problematic now. Like, yeah, everyone's across to the fact that you don't watch Bambi and uh, Snow White because it's problematic and it's racist and all the stuff. I get it. Uh, and I even think, like, Huckleberry Hound and all the Hanna-Barberries, they're, they're kind of gone. You don't see them on rerun anymore. Unless they try to remake them and it's awful. Uh, but my daughter's watching, and I know it's going to be problematic, it's called Crybabies. It's just awful. Awful, awful. And I hate her watching it. And She really, she sneakily will get it from mum. And I'm like, I'll be like, are you watching Crybabies? You're going to bloody, bloody cop the back of my hand in a minute? That's another thing I do from the uh, 80s parenting is I bash her about. I don't. Um, and if you are bashing your kids, don't. Oh, I've got a weird thing as well about... Okay, parenting is interesting. So when you meet other parents about um, different ways you bring up... I'm sorry if I'm, you know, there's uh, people out there who couldn't give a shit about the child stuff. But it is interesting because you're forming a human. So you should be interested in it. Um, don't get shitty if it's not your thing because you might have a child. Or if you don't have a child, it's really interesting having one, trying to mould something good or helping to mould something good uh, out of this thing. Uh, because, yeah, it's it's this the cry-it-out therapy stuff is really interesting. If I'm going to explain it. I think I've explained it again before. 
which is basically have a kid. And I know there's going to be parents out there who've done this. And I don't think it's evil, <laughs> but I don't, I don't agree with it because it feels wrong um, in a way. But I do also understand it if you've got multiple children, it's just too hard. But coming from a zoological background, it seems weird to me that you put your baby in another room and let them cry overnight and not go in there because they've got to learn to be on their own. I, but I get that at the same time because it does make sense. And I guess it forges, I don't know, robots. Um, anyway, cool, I'll be losing some listeners, I'm sure. Uh, it's, it's like an orangutan putting a baby, its baby in another tree and then going back to its tree. Like I used to over there because you're loud. Um, I've, I've met someone recently that shocked me that they're doing it. And I feel weird about it. But I'm not going to, I'm not even going to say anything, but I feel weird because I thought, oh, no, you're not doing that. And I wouldn't judge you if you are doing that, but if they've, only, they've only got one. And I was like, ah, oh, ah, oh, yeah. I just, I couldn't listen to my child crying like that and not want to go in and go, oh, come here. Um, so, yeah, I mean, maybe that's the reason why there's still co-sleeping going on at our house, but I don't think it's weird. I mean, she's not going to be in the bed at 15. You know what I mean? Like, she should be well and surely out in the next year or two, and that's going to be heartbreaking. <laughs> I don't want her to. She's my best mate. She's my little tiny mate, mate. Um, anyway, I don't like her watching um, that. I, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm old-fashioned like an old-fashioned dad would be. I don't watch it like you're watching that crap. Like, she's not allowed to watch Barbie. Like the Barbie cartoons, it's all, all, and I'm sure they're powerful and there's great messages in them. It just looks like shit to me, so I don't like her watching that stuff. I want, I wanted to watch as much kid, human kid stuff as possible, which sounds weird, what I'm saying. But like, uh, what I'm saying is watching stuff that uh, has other kids in it, you know, doing stuff and talking to each other and interacting, other than American accents and uh, crybaby cartoons. Does that make sense? Even the Disney stuff, and I know Moana's great. Look, it, shut up, it doesn't matter. Okay, I'm boring some of you now, so that's absolutely fine. I'll, I'll pull away from the child um, refurbishment of the brain. And on to what I've been watching, because I've, I've become bored and I've started switching off. I'm not, I'm reading more and I'm watching less. And if I am watching, there's only one thing I'm watching and it's uh, Alone. Not the Australian version, which was shit. I'm sorry, it was shit. They talked it up in the media about it being great. Started watching it. I've never met a more boring, apart from the woman who won. I know she won because I heard her on the radio. What a boring pack of people. And sorry, if, I wonder if anybody's listening who was on it, but I doubt it. Um, it was no good, but I like watching the other one. And it's uh, it's the, the North American one, so it's full of people from all over the world. It's oh, it's really, really good. It, it It's just that kind of thing where you just wish or think. Think to yourself, oh, I could do that. <laughs> and you know you couldn't. And I like the mindset of some people that go in there that just like pound on the weight and they just go in, they're all buttery and flabby. And one guy did win a whole season doing that. He just had so much fat on him. He just ate himself basically and, and survived till the end. And the other guy, the I think he was a Mexican guy um, who put himself into stasis pretty much, who got to the end by starvation, but it was a mindset starvation and just his output physically was very little, so he didn't burn many calories and kind of just gave in to starving until the end. One. Uh, but other people normally just, you know, hunt a deer and survive because they've nourished themselves on a deer and they've been able to make the meat last long enough. I mean, I'm talking like, if you haven't seen this show, it's like 80 to 100 days. Oh, no, I think it's 80 days. Um, in wildly awful places. And it's normally nor Northern American. There's grizzly bears there and stuff. And so you are able to like, you know, fish for trout and shit. I love it. And watching people have breakdowns and crying. And the ones that, you know, that they're just shit at um, wilderness stuff and then just pretend they miss their family too much. And you're like, yeah, nah, I'm onto you. You just, you just can't fish good, mate. Uh, I'm obsessed with it. I think it's really, really fun. But the other thing that I've seen, and I loved it. It was real. look, it was really... Um, saccharine and look I, I i howled i don't think i've cried this much in a movie since marley and me it was called uh my name is otto or his name was otto uh it's a tom hanks film so you know it's going to be good tom hanks is playing a curmudgeon does it very well as well and he's you know he's a uh, a widower what do you call a, a man widow is it a crusket he's a crusket that's a great name for a man widow there must be a name for a man-widow. That's another deep dive later on today. Hang on a minute. Uh, man-widow. 
I think a crusket works, doesn't it? It's all dried up. What happened? Oh, he's a crusket. Oh, okay. Wendy's wife passed. Um, so uh, it was Tom Hanks basically falling in love with life again. Uh, I howled. I mean, I watched it very, very, very early in the morning as I uh, went to bed stupidly early and woke up stunningly awake and didn't feel like going for the swim. Didn't want to do it. Didn't want to jump in the uh, minus 12 degree water. It's not that cold, but it's uh, it's very cold. Um, so I... Uh, hang on, what am I saying? Yeah, I um, yeah, I turned that on and howled. I was bawling like a like a little... like a, I, was, I, was, I was as wet as a teat pipette. <laughs> he was as wet as a teat pipette. Um, just drenched in tears watching that. So if you get the chance to watch that and you want to, you want to have a cry, yeah, it's, 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 it's a cry. Ah! I do, I've cried a lot in Tom Hanks films. I, I lost it in Mr. Banks or Saving, no, say, not Saving Private Ryan, Saving Mr. Banks or something, the one about the Disney, uh, about the Disney Corporation. I don't know why it really got to me on a plane ride. Uh, anyhow, um, it's probably time. Oh, by the way, before I go, I don't care what you say. There's something funny about the word fire retardant. Uh, okay. Here's something to listen to. And then we're going to come back. Get away, bee. Got a bee problem. Yes. You should try new bee away. Bee away. What a shit name. Sorry. Bee be gone. See, that's heaps better. Off. No, you f off. No, be away is much better. BB gone. I like be away. BB gone. No, be away. BB gone. Having an argument you just can't win. No. no. Yes. Then you need argue not. Oh, that's a terrible name. Yeah, it's shit. Will you think of a better one? Um, um, fight no more. Battle stop. No more yells. Bum onions. Smelly yelly. Captain O'Halloran's yell galore. Advertising. What a load of shit. Yes. No. No. Yes. Yes. No. No. Ooh, yeah. Dream interpretations. Dream interpretations. I'm going to do one very soon from Jasmine. Uh, thank you for all your messages. It's really nice. You guys send me such lovely stuff. And I know a few of you have reached out because you've been worried. You've been worried. You've been worried. Um, sorry. <laughs> That's, that was not right. Um, but no, I'm totally fine. I'm really am. I feel on the mend. Had a strange, strange uh, uh, chat with my psych the other day. Hello, if you are listening. Um, I reckon you might be checking in. Um, but uh, I know you listen sometimes. But yeah, we, it, ended, it ended weird. It was kind of like a stalemate at the end. I was like, all right, we'll see you later. So I'll, I'll see ya. Like nothing more can be done. You're fucked in the head, mate. It was, <laughs> it was a very odd ending to the session, but I think it was a good ending in a way because I felt quite, um, I don't know, really uh, driven to get better, and I think that's a good thing. So I, I, I've got my own plan in place, and I'm feeling good about it. And I hope that I'm doing the right thing. I feel I'm doing the right thing. I think at one session, one moment in the session, I did say that sometimes I feel like my life is a listless melancholia with a deep burrowing undercurrent of dread. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe that kind of made him go, oh, fuck, chill out, mate. You're a, you're a white man uh, living in Australia, um, which makes complete sense, uh, even though I do have me indigenous blood. Yeah, um, I'm a minority. Um, and yeah, I've got a sexual kink. I like, I make love to um, washing baskets. So I have a, I've got a mysterious kink as well. I don't do that. Uh, but the indigenous part is true. I wish I knew more about that. It's so hard to get your information when you come from a murdered people. Uh, but it was a long, long time ago, and we can't find all of it, but wish I knew more. Um, I just wanted to say thanks to Claire Dilworth. Oh, yes, she wrote me a suggestion for um, a reality show. I'm going to get back to you properly, but I'm going to just tell you right now. It's it won't, There's no way I'll be able to get that up. It's a beautiful idea. It's about like making people's lives better, um, kind of like giving them a new lease on life. With something. And it is. It's a great ABC idea. 
Actually, you know what? Maybe I will have a chat to you about it. I know it's not the guy, the idea to pitch to my guy who wrote Survivor, or was basically the co-creator of Survivor. Um, that's not the one for him, but it would be a really good one. It's a Anyway, I'm not going to spoil it. Claire, I'll get back to you. Um, and by the way, if you think you could steal that idea, you haven't heard the full idea. It's a great idea. I uh, will get back to you. But there's got to be something out there. If you are just listening and tuning in for the first time, maybe there's something about... Not puzzles, not not balloons. Remember that? Oh, my God. How, what a shit idea that was. What was it called? Deflated or inflated? The balloon? I mean, God, how much money did they spend on such a shit idea of blowing up balloons? Like, who's the... Hey, who is the greatest balloon blower in this country? Tune in on Channel 7. What a, what a bass! I mean, always that network has been a load of shit. If you're outside of um, Australia, it's kind of like, oh, how would I describe it in Australia? ITV2 in the UK? Just something shit. A, a shit network. Um, and I, yeah, by the way, I mean, and, and if you were going to offer me a job at Channel 7, fuck off. I'm not interested. Um, and not like any of the other ones are any better anyway. But yeah, what a terrible idea for a program. Blowing up balloons and challenging. Uh, that's not the, the reality show we need. Um, and it probably doesn't have to be survival. Maybe you could mix them all together. Like cooking, survival, you're not allowed to laugh. Something like that. We'll call it shush. Maybe we'll call it bastards. Who can be the biggest bastard in a room? That Maybe that's something. I'm trying to get you guys um, inspired here. Basically, if you don't know what I'm talking about here, I know a guy, I know a guy who really high up who like wants ideas. I'm your conduit to that guy. He is a reality master and he's in my orbit, like really close to my orbit. And you could pitch an idea at me and I'll try to help you develop it and we'll go halves in the idea. Let's just think there could be something in, I don't know what. And look, we're not looking at, I guess, arty kind of stuff. I don't think that's going to work. Performance possibly maybe will work in there. Um, we don't need a voice singy, challengey thing. Uh, you don't need... Uh, there's got to be... Not like a... I mean, what's that show that you talk about the rich people and you go pitch to them, the Donald Trump, who wants to be... No, not who wants to be a millionaire. The, uh, the investor. I don't know what it is. It's called Dragon's Den. No, it's not Dragon's Den. That's Shark Tank. Uh, you know the one I'm talking about. It's got Mark Gugulios... And you have to be a, um, I don't know what he is, the, the, the Apprentice. It's The Apprentice. I had to stop and think. Because I actually got offered Celebrity Apprentice uh, two years ago. And I turned it down because I was like, I've got a load of shit. And fair enough, it is. It's, it's just shit. It's shit telly. But if you want to make some shit telly with me, hey, buddy, re, re, get in contact. Sam, nichesquiche at gmail.com. Sam, nichesquiche at gmail.com. I, re I really mean this. I can pitch to this guy and we could make it happen there is something about something over the top and i'm not talking taskmaster which i should be in not gonna happen though old man old man take a look at your life you're a lot like me um also there's so many other funny people in it um in australia so i can't do it everyone's funnier so that's fine they're funny they're funnier so yeah you go on that's all right now you're funnier you go on um but we can come up with something else together and like, maybe, you know, hardcore extreme basket weaving. Uh, wanking a, wanking a bloody, wanking a, uh, wanking a coffin. That could be, a, I don't know, some, anyway, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be something. And if you've got something, what do you talk about it? Uh, that'd be nice. All right, we're going to do a dream interpretation. I'm just going to stop, get back. Jasmine, thank you very, very much for your dream. Do send your dreams in. I've not heard this. I'm going to be playing it live and listening to it and then interpreting the dream as we go. Don't, and I'm, this is not prepared. Because, uh, I mean, anything brilliant I come up with, don't think that I listened to it and then went, hey, and then did it. Okay, this is going to be live. We'll see how uh, how quick or shit I am. The shit and the quick. Maybe that should be uh, the reality show. The shit and the quick. Oh, before we do this, I'm just going to say, you remember I was studying um, psychology? <laughs> I'm having a hard time thinking that I should be continuing to do this. I don't need you to go, hey, keep going, man. I'm not too sure whether I'm the right person to deal with other people's problems because I'm fucked in the head. So I've had to put it on hiatus and I'm meeting with uh, my my people who I'm learning from this week to really talk about 
where else, because I'm going to have to pay for this course, but I might be able to divert to something else. So I'll keep you uh, tuned on that. Uh, all these little plans and ideas. I mean, I, I feel like I look like the guy who never finishes things, like the Silly Billy Walk and stuff like that. But it's not true. They're just little things that I've got running concur concurrently, and they are going to happen. It just takes me a bit of time because of my ADHD to get it into place. And that's not me making excuses. Things are happening. Things take money. Slowly but surely, things will happen. All right, dream interpretations are coming up really, really soon. And I guarantee, I guarantee we're going to have a laugh. Meanwhile in Los Angeles, four-year-old Tina is exploring her body as she's fascinated as to how her knee works. So she asks her father how his knee works. This is how your knee works. This is how your knee works. You bend it just in and out. It only goes one way. This is how your knee works. This is how your knee works. This is how it works. All right, this is a, a dream interpretation. This is Jasmine. Um, thanks so much. Please send in your dream interpretations. Let's go. I had a dream. Missy Higgins was playing a show at the theatre where I work, a small regional theatre. Cute. And we didn't have a very good setup for her. Aww. And I was late to work. And a few songs into her set, we stopped to give everybody sandwiches for lunch. Cute. Uh, there were grated cucumber sandwiches and uh, carrot sandwiches and cheese sandwiches. Mm -hmm. And we, we gave out four little triangles of sandwich to everyone in the crowd, you know, hundreds of people. And I was um, sort of, uh, I observed in the dream that the crowd was mostly males and I, I expected a more mixed crowd, I suppose. Perhaps they were just there for the sandwiches. <laughs> oh... Okay, the reason why this is funny to me straight away is uh, I'm just thinking, oh, how do I say this? You're, okay, there's a whole lot of men just sitting in a theatre watching Missy Higgins um, strumming away. Uh, not strumming, pianoing away, singing, and it's lovely, um, but it's just men watching, so it feels kind of salacious. So yes, you would grate the phallus of a carrot and a cucumber. You'd grate that phallus and go, you filthy fuckers, are you into the music or are you just looking? So you make, you're feeding them their own cocks. That's what the dream means, is that the men <laughs> sitting there, perving on Missy Higgins, you're like, you know what, now you can eat as well. Everyone stop, stop perving. All right, now you can eat your own cock. And the cheese, of course that makes sense as to what that is. So you're grating these men's penises into a sandwich and feeding their bullshit back to them. You perverts. So there you go. What a... <laughs> now, there will be some of you, because that was really good what I just did then. Really, really very good. There'll be some of you thinking that I have pre-listened to that. I'm going to have to record. I don't know. Uh, there's no way of proving that this is not real unless I took live phone calls uh, and I was in a radio station, which I should be. I should be on radio. Give me a radio job. Whoever you are, if you're out there. There was a guy that bloody got a job. Do you know about this? There's a guy who got a job, I think it's at 2GB, which is the, um, oh, hang on, sorry. We'll turn that off, it's me alarm, it's me, uh, stop being a dickhead alarm. Um, there was a guy who was a caller, a phoner in at 2GB. 2GB is the the redneck uh, station in Sydney. Like, it's like, ding, 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 ding. I fuck my cousin, 2GB. It's like really racist and right wing. Awful radio station. It was a guy who was just a caller who rang in, and apparently he resonated so strongly and highly with uh, the audience ding, 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 that they offered him a job. He's now got a shift. I'm pretty sure that's completely true. Uh, anyway, so that's besides the point. Love to be working in radio. Um, Jasmine, thank you very much for your dream interp. I think that's what it means. And uh, please keep them coming in. I'd love you to keep sending me dream interpretations. I love doing them. It's really fun. I get to be in the moment. And, uh, or any questions you've got in general, I'll, I'll answer them for you, like an agony uncle. Agony uncle. Um, okay, well, I'm going to do a deep dive on the word bastard, but I also might do a little bit of work on man, what a widow man is, and what rabbit, where rabbit on comes from. You'll get a bonus. Uh, okay, so I'll, I'll speak to you after this. Just to get in your problem hole. Dear Sam, how short is too short for a pair of shorts? From Sarah from Applecross. 
Dear Sarah, I don't think any pair of shorts is actually too short, but if your ass looks like it's swallowed one single denim sock, then there could be some trouble. Dear Sam, I accidentally swallowed 50 cents. What should I do? Damien Cordain from Warburton. Whoa! Whoa, watch out, Damo. I did exactly the same thing when I was nine years old. Two weeks later, one of those super high bouncy balls came out, like I was one of those human children's vending machines. It really, really hurts. Just, Just to get, get in your problem hole. Uh. Oh, fucking shut up, you bastard. You dirty, you dirty little bastard. Um, I hope the um, people next door who have a baby don't think that uh, I meant them. I don't mean my neighbours. Podcast. Oh, goodness. Uh, anyway, you bastard. So, this is the deep dive of the word bastard, and I reckon it's French. Okay, you bastard. It just sounds like a French thing. I don't know, so we're looking up right. We're learning together. Learning together. Entomology from Middle English. Oh, okay, it's not. Uh, oh, hang on. No, no, this is bastard and bastarded. Bastard in with an E on the end, which seems French. Yes, it is. Here you go. From Anglo-Norman bastard, old French bas- bastard. Illegitimate child. So it is French. I knew it. Uh, perhaps via the medieval Latin, bastardus. Oh, so it's Latin. Goodness me. So Latin uh, of obscure origin, which means bastardus. So you're like, where'd you get that um, pizza? And you've forgotten. And you go, bastardus. It's of obscure. I don't know. Uh, one possibility is that the term derives from Frankish, bast, as in marriage or relationship, and Old French, ard, art. So, what does that mean? Marriage art. What? Pejorative suffix de- denoting a specific quality or condition. Frankish bast des- derives from the Northern Sea Germanic variety. What the... F- well, it's a bastard of a word, isn't it? It's from everywhere. Bond connection relationship. Middle Dutch bast. Uh, English boos, machine cow stall. The term probably originally uh, referred to a child from a pol- polygonous marriage um, of a heathen Germanic custom. A practice not sanctioned by the Christian churches. Yeah, that's, well, you know, that's, that's polygamy. I feel bad for the polygamies. They cop it, they cop it badly. I mean, not only are they short, they're not allowed to marry each other. So, you know, you see one, I mean, one polygamy would be about the height of one normal person. And you're like, oh, well, you can't, you can't marry a polygamy. Um, And the reason why you'd marry multiple polygamies is because that's why you because they don't equal to the same height as one person so you have a polygamy marriage it's a polygamous marriage is when you marry multiple polygamies anyway the polygamies are a small a small snatched statured people from uh central africa i believe so uh, if you marry a polygamy um you can marry many of them because they're shorter because there's uh less i mean i guess uh, more food to go around because uh they eat less anyway that's what i believe a polyg uh a polygamy's a polygamous marriage means anyway um so a practice not sanctioned by the christian churches alternatively french bastard may have originally what's going on here uh however chronology makes this difficult as bastard is attested to an old the in old french in uh 1089 um yet old french but oh for god's sake whatever it's more boring than i thought i, th- I thought the word bastard would be fun uh but there it is it's about polygamies just, uh, just in case you were wondering, that was a joke. I do understand what a uh, polygamous marriage actually is, uh, as opposed to a polyg- polygamist, mar- a polygamy, a pygmy person. A pygmy person is not a polygamist. I do understand that. Just in case you were sitting there thinking, "What is he all right?" Um, I do understand what a pygmy is and a polygamy. It's a very funny bit, though. I should do that. I should roll that into a bit of stand-up, but I can't be fucked. Because me career doesn't feel like doing stand-up anymore. Um, okay, so uh, what's next? I had, what does the, the phrase, to rabbit on. This is a good one. So here it is. I Because I quickly looked this up. I didn't read anything about Bastard, by the way, but I did quickly look at this. Uh, to rabbit on means multiple goals are difficult to achieve. A Chinese proverb illustrates it well. If you chase two rabbits, both will escape. Me, uh, the meaning being that if you put your efforts and energy into trying to fulfill two goals at the same time, you won't succeed at either one. Which kind of is what I'm doing with my life, actually. Maybe I shouldn't rabbit on. Oh, no, that's a two rabbits quote. Oh, no, no, no. No, two rabbit on, not two rabbits. That's a different one. But maybe I should take that two rabbit on. Hang on, I have to put that in brackets. Two. 
to rabbit on. Yeah, that's wrong. Uh, a while back, rabbit and pork were common meats in food. Pork and talk give you the rhyme. And then the other part of the rhyme that has been taken as slang or code for talk in England, we prefer for people who talk non-stop as rabbiting on. Okay, so pork and talk used to be a thing. And then you're like, oh God, he's rabbiting on. So is that really, is that really it? Rabbit on about somebody something, British English informal to talk. Okay, but I still don't understand about the... So rabbit and pork were the common means. Pork and talk. And he rabbits on. Okay, fair enough. It's that rhyming slang stuff. Get it. So it's a continuation of rhyming slang. That's kind of cool. But the two rabbits thing, I didn't realize that. So it's about uh, don't chase two goals, just chase one. Maybe I should do that. But I am doing that. But I'll focus on one at a time. So I'll do a little bit of work. It's like, you know, chipping away at something. So I, you know, I got the website together and I chipped away at that. And now I'm, um, I'm, I'm really excited about investing in two minute noodles. Not investing, I don't have any money, but creating a two-minute noodle. <laughs> so the thought's in my head, but I haven't got to it. But I've got a whole lot of ideas. I mean, I've, I'm a polygamist. I've got a whole lot <laughs> of ideas. I'm, I'm married to my own mind. Um, okay, and it get, this is really boring. A male widower, a widow is called a widower. That's it. It's just a widower. A widow and a widower. I reckon a crust gets better. Now, what's, what, he, why he looks sad? Oh, he's a Cruscot. Uh, what, what, what does that mean? His, his wife died. Oh, he's a, oh, you poor Cruscot. Okay, well, look, that's it. That's the podcast this week. I don't know whether you're going to like it. I loved it. I thought it was, actually, I'll say it. I think it's one of the best because my mind's good. So thank you for listening in. Um, do recommend it to your friends who you think will uh, enjoy. And if you didn't like it, fuck off. And if you didn't like it, fuck off. And if you didn't like it, if you didn't like it, if you didn't like it, you can fuck off. In fact, I'm going to play the um, the, the the outro music to go along with this. Hang on a tick. This will be fun. Okay, I've got the music playing. Here we go. If you don't like it, you can fuck off. If you don't like it, you can fuck off. If you don't like, you can fuck off. If you don't like me, you can fuck off. If you don't like it, you can fuck off, yeah. If you don't like it, you can fuck off, yeah. If you don't like it, you can fuck off, yeah. If you don't like it, you can fuck off, yeah, yeah. Fuck off. You can fuck off. You can fuck off. You can fuck off, you don't like it, you can fuck off, you don't like it, then you can fuck off, you don't like it, you can fuck off, you don't like, you can fuck off. There you go. Alright, I'll speak to you next week. It will be weekly. Bye.